All right, so welcome back to another great episode we have for you today here on Multifamily Live. I am Jason Yerusi, and you know, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about investing in multifamily properties, and we hear this all the time at Yerusi Holdings, a lot of these misconceptions. So we wanted to talk today to just shed some light with you about what we do, how we do it, and why we do it. So I'm going to start here. Misconception number one, it is too expensive to invest in multifamily properties. So yes, when you are buying a, a property which could have 100, 200, 500, 10, 20 units in there, it may be more expensive than um, a lot of the houses out there. Yes, that is the case. However, when you look at the investment, of the multifamily property here, we use something called syndication. And it's where we pool resources along with ours. We pool resources from investors. So we can all buy this larger property property and benefit from the economies of scale. So typically, you know, in the range of investment, you may find that 25,000, 50,000, or 100,000 is a typical investment that an investor makes with us. On average, it's actually 73, a little over 73,000 that an average investor invests with us to invest alongside with us into multi-million dollar apartment buildings. And it gives them the economies of scale from getting all the other great benefits of multifamily investments. Misconception number two is that vacancy will ruin your profitability. Uh, understandably, yes, there is vacancy as people move in and move out of, of anything in life, of communities. However, when you have a single family house, you're either 100% occupied or you're 100% vacant. There is no in between. Multifamily properties, you can have, say you have a 100 unit property, say you have two, three, four vacant units, you're still over, well over 90% occupied. It makes it a very safe investment because on these parts, there's typically a break-even point somewhere in that 60 to 70% range of how occupied you need to keep the building to just cover your mortgage and your expenses. So if you can understand that range, understand the process, you can keep it to a point to figure out how to maximize that building. Now, we find we never want to be 100% occupied. If we are 100% occupied, it means our rents are too low. So our perfect rental rate is around a 95%. That's a good range. It means we're pushing rents, we're keeping moving, and you're always going to have tenants move in and move out. Next, misconception number three, financing will be challenging. Well, lo and behold, it's actually easier to get financing for multifamily property than it is for your single family residence because that investment, right? If you're buying your own house, the financing is all based on you. It's all based on you. It's all based on the cash flows you can constrain. Can you, can you afford this mortgage? Now, on the other side of it here, a multifamily property, if you have 100 units, well, you have 100 different ways that could pay down your mortgage called your tenants, right? So bankers love this because the leverage, the availability, right? The possibility for the mortgage getting paid down is much, much greater than if it is a single family house. And that's why when you saw even in the uh, 2007, 2008 range, the lowest default range was in multifamily properties because there were so many different tenants here that were even pushing more to rentals because there wasn't the availability for homeownership, making it a most viable option where that mortgage was gonna get paid on that multifamily property. So bankers, you can get great rates, great loans, great everything because they understand that the economy the scale, the sustainability, consistency with large multifamily properties give them the best ability for that loan to succeed and be, of course, paid. Now, next, 
of course, going out here. Last but not least, well, number four, the property will be too expensive to maintain. Actually, when you have a large business here, it actually becomes cheaper because when you have a single family house, if, if something breaks, the toilet breaks, you have to hire that one plumber, go all the way out, see what parts they need, how much it's gonna cost, run back and get those parts, come back and get it fixed, and that bill, four, five, six hundred dollar bill, may chew up cash flow for three, four, five months on that single family property. Where if it's a multifamily property, 100 unit, 120 unit, you have a full-time staff, a full-time leasing person, a full-time maintenance person, that their expense, their cost is spread across all of those units. So you're able to put push off that cost factor to cover across a large array of units because they can go there and fix it because they're on the ground taking care of the property day in and day out. So again, multifamily properties have a ton of upside, a ton of opportunity, and a ton of reasons why you need to get started today investing in multifamily properties. So again, if you like me here, go down there, uh, hit that like and subscribe button, give us a rating and review. We always love your comments, always love your feedback, and go out there and share this podcast with someone else. If, if you think, and, if, and honestly, you don't know who needs to hear this, just share it out there because there's someone who's going to need to hear this today about reasons why they can get active in multifamily properties today. And if you want to learn more and you say, well, these sound like great, but I don't have time or the accessibility to do this myself. Well, if you want to learn more about us at yerusiholdings.com, we'd love to have a conversation about the passive investment opportunities we offer as well. Again, so here we are, Multifamily Live. Thank you so much for listening with us today. These were four misconceptions about investing into large multifamily. Thank you so much. Let's do this.